This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, it's a pleasure to come to have Rashiva of Yeshiva in Washington with us, with Aaron Lapiansky Shlita. Uh, many of our boys have gone to the Yeshiva, gained tremendously from the Yeshiva, very unique Yeshiva. Representative, welcome, welcome, of Shmuel Kippel, representative of Yeshiva as well. We have questions regarding Yeshiva, speak to Shmuel. And um, all the years we always enjoy tremendously when the Bible of Yonki comes, answers questions, regarding uh, Hashkafa, books written, and it's a tremendous opportunity. Some Shura, I understand, might have prepared some questions. Um, some might not. You can think of, on the way, you know, let's keep the questions and not necessarily a time for personal questions, but there are plenty of issues in Hashkafa, Halacha, possibly, that we are grappling with as an opportunity to ask about Shiva. Yeah. Um, what's the reason that Gemara is an essential focus in Shiva, and where would learning Halacha or Nach play a role? So, so there are two or three reasons why Yeshiva's Gemara is so emphasized. The first one is, I would say, practical. It's, it's the hardest thing to learn. It's something you can't really learn yourself if you've never learned it. To get the understanding of um, how to learn a sugya, I'm sure you're all shana better shana gimel. It's been quite a, 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 a it's been quite a, a, a journey for you, and it's not easy. So the idea is, this is the time in your life when you have when you have free time. You can you can be totally involved in it. You have to obey him. So this is where the breakthrough has to come. Other things can be done yourself later. That's one reason. There's a second reason also. If you don't get it, in other words, it's some one of the most frustrating conversations you have about halacha with a person who's never learned the yeshiva, never learned Gemara really. Okay, this rabbi said this, this rabbi said that. Who said this rabbi is right? Rabbi said what they want to say. The ability to be able to understand what's happening in the process. Where does it start? Where does it develop? Where does it connect? The halacha is the result of the gesugya with the rishayim, with the specific achrayim. And if you don't get it, it's just not going to happen. So, so, so getting the right, um, what's the right word for it? Getting it, getting a system, even tanach l'mashol hashkafa. The hashkafa has to come from this inner sense of halacha. So, somebody sits back and he says, Shabbat is the most beautiful thing. Families together, singing communally, wonderful. That's a beautiful thought, but if you learn halacha, that's not actually coming from there. Halacha has a lot more to do with restrictions and creative work and, 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 and things of that nature. So, genuine hashkafa also has to be rooted in the soil of Tarshav Alper, which means Gemara, Medrashim, Rishonim. So, so the type of learning we do in Yeshiva gives you a sense of what's valid and what's not valid. Someone showed me, someone came to me, this person, and he calls himself kind of a rabbi, but he's, he, he's, he's very unlettered, and he came and showed me a certain tshuva someone had written about 
permitting something rather. I looked at it, I wanted to cry. It, it wasn't wrong. It, it just, it, it didn't start. It, it just, it just a person just no idea what he was talking about. Just no idea. I'm not, I'm not, there are things that I feel, I think this way, but, but it's, a, it's a reasonable position or whatever. And, and this person, this so-called rabbi, couldn't even make the distinction between what's something that makes sense in any, in any context to what's something that just, it's just outlandish. Having that type of chinuch in yeshiva forcing you question, answer, responsibility, accountability is something that, that will keep you rooted for the rest of your life in position. Yes? Um, so I've heard before that when learning Gemara and also you see that Nach and Tanach really is just quoted all over the place. So if a person, yeah, a person can learn after they finish yeshiva, because that's something they can do by themselves. Okay. But if a person were to learn Tanah in a yeshiva, wouldn't that strengthen their capabilities, <coughs> their capabilities in learning tomorrow? So that way they don't have to go look all over the place, that they can actually know what they're learning? So, the general answer is there are a lot of things that are important, and, and it's a question of prioritizing. Tanakh, of course, is um, so You want to learn Musa's firm, you want to learn Halakha's firm, you want to learn history, you want to learn Dikduk. And, it's, and it's, there's nothing that I could say is unimportant. But given a framework, this, there's absolute, it is absolutely appropriate that you find some time for yourself and learn Tanakh. You know, there's, there's plenty of time that's sort of discretionary, and, and that's one of the things a person can do, and, and maybe should do. But we're talking about the yeshiva putting down something that is absolute. Believe it or not, I believe in most yeshivas it's permitted to learn things even outside of the star of the yeshiva. And uh, learning something like, like Tanakh on your own with, with reliable mafarshim is, is extremely positive. And, and it's usually it's a question of prioritizing. Um, never, it's, it's not that there's anything no or wrong or bad. The question is just every person needs to prioritize what's important. So if a person is going to be spending their free time doing Hazara over their in share or their Bikiyas, then on the rest of their free time, I've, in some yeshivas, they don't necessarily teach a lot of halacha, so they spend the rest of their time doing halacha. So that doesn't really give them enough time to learn. You know, it, it's a question, I, it's hard to speak in, in generalities. It's sitting down with somebody who's a reasonable mentor, at some point, if you take on too many things, too, too, you know, too much, then, then everything falls apart. So making a sensible, there's room that a person learn the things that he has a particular knack for, a particular interest in. And it's a question of just making a sensible structure. That's what it should be. There should be room for everything. It's just finding what's the right proportion, what's the right time, and when you, you know, once a person does too many things, nothing gets done. We're, we're human. I know, I know it from experience. When you have too many things going on, then nothing is going on. Yeah. On that, how one could, in, in, in the future, moving, moving into moving into marriage and, and building your own house, how one could balance technology and, and maybe living in America with with, with learning and with all these kinds of things. Like it, it's interesting balancing technology with learning. That's a, that's a, that's a new twist. That, yeah. So, so the first. I guess the first priority going forward is to become the master of your life. 
the, the terrible problem with technology, I don't think it has anything to do with anything specific problems. Not the pornography, not the fear, not the this, not the that. It's that we're reversing it to right. We're becoming slaves to somebody. Whoever developed the apps and, and everything else are very smart people. And they get paid to, to develop something that keeps you in the fold. And it, it, you have no life if you don't have iron control over your time. Someone was telling me from Yeshivas that uh, I was speaking to him and asking him about how to deal with it. He said, you know, you, you have this app that tells you how many, how many hours you've been logged on. And they, the boys came up with like seven hours a day. And then they made a campaign like a Mifzah for a week to cut it down to whatever it is, an hour a day. And, you know, whatever the, the prize incentive was, you know, people should undertake it. And people were shocked to discover a new life. And that's our biggest problem. And the biggest problem is when you're in yeshiva, you still have wherewithal to be in control of yourself. When you get married, you, 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 you work. You work hard. And to let yourself go and be schlepped along into the whirlpool is the easiest thing. You're tired. You come back at night. You flip off the phone. There's a hush of a tweet from this person, a wonderful like for the other person, a mean comment from the third person. And then, before you know it, th- that's, that's your night. And, and this, this happens all the time. Being able to say to yourself, I tell the phone when I'm, I need to spend an hour, a half hour, that's all, is, is, the, is the, um, the way to go about it. That's, that's, a, that's a critical today's world. That's what my brother-in-law, Rabbi Nachman Lefavitz, learned to Beisat Talmud. Beisat Talmud was, once upon a time, certainly according to Beisat Talmud, is the most chashvi yeshiva in New York. Uh, you know, obviously, but there was a very chashvi yeshiva. The mashkiach was a Talmud in Ruchel, 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 and My brother was sitting at home with him, and the phone was ringing, and he was oblivious to it. So my brother thought maybe they didn't hear He said, Ruchel, the phone, the phone. So he told him, the phone tells me when to pick it up, or I tell it when I'm picking it up. Like the phone is ringing, ringing, I'm talking to you. So the phone's ringing is irrelevant. Well, I don't have to pick it up. And, and getting that type of control, I made a decision that, I made a judgment how much time a day I need to spend. I need to do X amount of time, this, X amount of time. That's it. Getting that control is, 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 the, is the olive of controlling your life. I mean, I know it's all, it's all very individual, but I mean, regarding a, a certain kind of person that that, that, that wants this, that wants this kind of balance and wants to really, really grow and and, and, and have a, and have a, uh, a good house, how should one go about training himself or or, or building up barriers to, to, to make it that he can have that he, that he can have this kind of a, kind of a that type if 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 when some when you make time, this is time to be with my wife. When you're with your wife, there's nobody else. So during supper, the, the, the phone is off. During the time you're spending with the kids, any time you want personal time, the phone can't be on. So, and, and create those times. Learning time is your time. David has your time. And there's a time to answer the calls and to get back and to look at what's news and so on and so forth. The, the reality of the world today is it's all connected. So you're not going to escape it. But on the other hand, there's no place that it says that you must have it on 25 hours a day. And, and, and you don't want that makes a decision.
and, and make it make it like a writing, make it concrete. I made a cheshmer. This is what important. This amount of time. These are the hours, and stick to it. Yes. In a very theoretical way, yes. Etzel is Etzel, Etzel in terms of, I mean, both from Etzel the fact that the Ruchnis in Etzel is extremely powerful, the the type of learning, the type of Ruchnis in in, in many parts of Etzel is extraordinary. The question is, where do you fit in? Um, let's give an example. The the voltage, the, not the voltage, the amperage is better. The amperage in the socket is whatever it is. In a power line, it's much stronger. The Kalvachayma, that if your appliance works in a socket, it'll certainly work there. It's not true, because it'll blow it. Edisrael has its challenges. Parnassa is not as much much as in America. The, the sense of right and wrong is a lot more rigid. So if you can't fit into a certain place, and um, you're neither here nor there, the kahila the, the, the type is not developed yet. There's a raw, but the kahila, there are challenges. And working with somebody who understands you and your she'ifas and understands that strong chutzlarts is, is really the best way to go about it. Because, like I said, in absolute terms, there are things that destroy that there's nothing like it in the world. But on a practical level, if you don't fit into it, then, 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 then it's not going to be there for you. It'll be counterproductive. If, if, if you can't make it in a society that's very sharp and strong about the Ashkafis, then it'll be turned off. And that's why working with somebody that understands you, your goals, and what the reality is, is, is important to make a decision like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, we just found a young man who thinks he's not. So we're, we're <laughs> yeah. How do you like stay with the good environment, trying to like see what about college or whatever? How do you still stay with the good environment, staying still you try to have with you so you can get married and live your life? So the only way I believe is is by staying with the which I mean. If you go to college, find a yeshiva that's your primary place of residence. So the Marshall, you have places like YU, like Landers, where there's a yeshiva, you know, and, and you do college. There are today, Baruch Hashem, many programs, like by us, where you're in yeshiva, and you do college on the side, because you are where your place is. If you're in a secular college, then it requires a nace, to emerge unscathed because you're absorbed for four years and if the Yitzhara was Kantanichi, maybe you could stand a chance <laughs> but when it's girls and drugs and whiskey I don't think you stand a chance and they don't know Kantanichi yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> it used to be Yitzhara today it's almost Yitzhara that, 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 <laughs> it, it, I'm saying it, it's a reality the Rambam says a person is Nimshat Sviva. So to be in a sviva where everything is sucking you into doing bad, it, it, there's no way. So however, whatever you need to do in terms of career training, finding the ikr of makram in a yeshiva. We, we've asked, them, we have the University of Maryland bus, there are boys, not from our yeshiva, but there are boys from the community who choose to go back to the University of Maryland. And I pleaded with them, if, if they're Torah kids, 
Why don't you stay by the dorm? Learn here whenever you're not in college. Eat here. Be part of a yeshiva. And you'll do class of the college. Same thing. And people, they want, down deep, they want that, that sense of epicurus. They want that sense of belonging in a world where, where, where it's not. It's very hard for me to understand how, how a person could keep it. It's, unless, you're, unless you're a very, very dirty personality where you don't like anybody, nobody likes you, and you're sitting in college just doing your math homework, you want to be part of the action. And the action is not, not ruchnius. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That would prepare you for what? Marriage. Marriage. <coughs> Be- so the working on yourself. Let l- l- let me let me maybe talk a few minutes about this. People think of marriage in terms of what they're missing. I'm lonely. I need a soulmate. I need a partner. I need this. I need that. That's a small piece of the puzzle. What a person needs more than anything else is to step out of his own shell, which means to deal with somebody that you may not understand at all, and to learn how to be sensitive to that person, take responsibility for the person, and so on. <coughs> Midas Tovos is not to smile and, and open the door for a lady when you meet her. It's, it's, it's living a life with somebody men and women are different, and no two people are like. You look for shidduch that's similar, but at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of points where you need to do it because it's right for the other person. Sensitivity for the other person. So, be those tovas in the real sense of the word. <coughs> Understanding other people, being sensitive to them, and, and so on, is an aleph. And at the end of the day, it is a different life, and a person needs to anticipate that. So, so um, if we, but understanding what marriage is—that it's an undertaking, it's, it's undertaking responsibility, and where you're responsible for an other person. Other means that no matter how much you think you're alike when you're going out and got engaged, and no matter how much you like each other, there will be pieces and patches where you just have to say, "This is my achrayis, and this is the other person. And that's what the other person wants and needs, and it's my job." To 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 make it happen. Uh, yes. There's other sperm or the, 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 the I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't think. Of, I can't think of any sperm. I can't think of any sperm. I, I, I can't, it's, I, I personally, I, I don't have an easy time with English sperm. I can do Hebrew sperm and English books. I, I don't have a. T- I just doesn't it go for me that well. I, I cannot think of something. I just. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yes. What did you want to ask? No, but. Um, so we were learning, Shana Beth for the kids were learning finance. Yesterday we were learning about this mafluket um, of how rain comes down from on earth, how this right. rain works. So one, one opinion was that how we learned in high school or whatever, middle school, that comes up from the ocean and then there's a cycle, it goes back down. And then there was another opinion, both from Tutana and the other opinion was that it comes from some heavenly source, stops in the clouds and it comes back down to earth. Right. So we had a question of, Obviously, for a physical sense, one of those opinions has to be right and one has to be wrong. Right. So is Atana able to be wrong in this situation? 
so I'll tell you the different approaches. I'll tell you the approach that I was the Khurikhan, which is the morale's approach about all these Gemaras. The Gemara is meant to be a Torah work, which means it's about Akadish Baruch Hu and the world. It's not meant to be a science work. There are plenty of science books. Not that one that many in those days, but it, it, there's no point in discussing meteorology for the sake of meteorology. So what is the Gemara discussing? So let's think about it. Akadish Baruch Hu designed a world that means something to us. In other words, there's a reason why the most important things in our life we receive from above. Sunlight and sunshine we receive from above. There's a reason why the ocean has an entire world and it's covered. There's a reason why trees grow in a certain way and plants grow in a certain way. The mechanics, if I can give you an example, imagine somebody went to see a play and part of the play is where a city burns down with its inhabitants. And the person says, did you see that? It's just overwhelming, the tragedy. No. said, you know, there was like a make-believe fire, and in the back there was this, and the back was that. Yes, that's the mechanics. But, but it was meant to impart on you a certain sense. So a person says to himself, our most vital gift, sun, air, water, are coming milamala. So what does that tell us? So now water, so sun comes from Lamala and it does not come from Lamata. It has no, we have no sense of it. Water, we do, we can understand it as coming from down up. So for instance, we never are misspelled that there should be sunshine tomorrow. We take it for granted that it will be. It, it, it's always there. Especially if, <coughs> especially if you live in Florida. Who is the one from Florida here? From Miami? Uh, Sunshine is for granted. There's no that that that's 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 taken for granted. Uh, those in New York have, sometimes have an issue with it. But how come we don't we don't we don't we're not to spell every day like a should be the sun We say, Wow, the sun comes out like a clock. Because that was never given to us to be part of the act. It's steady and a control made it in Shemayim, that's why it rain on the one hand, we're misspelled for it. We know that if we don't merit it, we get drought. If we merit, we get rain. And it's erratic. It has something to do with us. So Chazal are trying to portray the Tanoim are trying to explain what is the key. Is it something since we're living being made us, we have to give it to us constantly? And yes, we can, it can be withdrawn. Or the other way around. This is the part of giving of a gift that has to come from us. So the way the morale would learn a Gemara like that would be to understand it from the bottom up. You would understand it to try to understand what's the meaning behind the system as opposed to mechanics. That's the way I... I, I, I that's the way we learn these Agadis. So Chazal looked at natural phenomena and interpreted it based on the way we see it and understand it. Now, rain, they also saw, you see sometimes a heavy mist and you see like the water is evaporating. In a, in, a, in a warmer climate, you see it. So a person can look at rain, well, it starts with the cloud and comes down. Or, I see evaporation and I, I have a sense that might be a cycle. Both of these are messages to press on us.
something about our interaction with our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Can I ask you a comment on Machlokas and Halacha, and that, that being different, what that is and how we... So in Halacha, the Machlokas, so, so let's, uh, in, in, whenever you have a Machlokas Tanoim in Halacha, Halacha in general is based not on quote-unquote what is really, but based on our sense of it. Let's give an example. When the Chazanish would look at an ethic, he would look at it like this, which is the halacha. He wouldn't look at it like this, he wouldn't take a magnifying glass to it. Halachically, this is how you look at it. Halachically, the color of dab, of blood, to be tummy, is a red that the eye perceives. The, the anega is ve'ede ha'kohen. HaKadosh Prohu gave halacha that we determine it based on our sense of reality. So, whatever our sense of it is, that's halacha. So, the same way on an esrik, let's take an example of something that's for common, let's say for Torah. It's a question if the two letters are joined or not. You look at it. If it looks to the naked eye joined, it's joined. Even if you want to zero in and find there's a crack, or vice versa. So, in halacha, the question is, how do we, how do we see it? And it's like Omach Lokis. So it's a it's a hard question because there's a practical issue and there is a, a big picture. The the the, the Rav Shacharuch, which is the which is the only really sort of earlier. Um, approach the halacha in very detail in Hilchot Torah. He speaks about the, the Gemara says the obligation is to learn Mikra, Mishnah, Gemara. So the understanding of the of, of the Paiskim is Mikra means Tanakh, no two ways about it. And a person should learn to Tanakh at least once in his life. That's obvious. Two, Mishnah is Torah We'll get back to it in a minute. And then there is Gemara, which is any type of delving into the Torah of any type of evil. Mishnah, so the way that Rav Shemal says, it includes the basic Torah of and its drushes. And not clear if it is Babli only, Babli other places. But our assumption <coughs> is that at least Babli also, since that became the, the accepted Torah Shabbat Peh in terms of bottom line, we live that. Would it be nice to learn everything? The answer is yes. The question is what price? If we have a choice of knowing Babli well, or, or just reading it through once, or reading Shalmi once, or reading Medrash once, our, again, our mahalach is to learn Babli well. If a person has the time and ability to learn through everything, it's all terror. And, and, it, and it would be worth it. But 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 the, at the end of the day, our understanding is Babel includes everything. It was it was after Yerushalmi, it includes the Shailas, Machlokes, Halachas that has it absorbed and passed post Yerushalmi. That's where it appears to us. Yeah. Okay, you got a second one. Um, in regard to technology, um, if a person has a smartphone that is completely kosher, 
compared to a regular kosher form. Would you say that there is a big difference to that, or? I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have enough uh, understanding what, what you could do with this phone or that phone. We had, there was a dentist by us by, um, by, who just passed away, a very special person. He, de- he always had a flip phone until he died. And he said, why don't you get a smartphone? He said, what do I need? He said, apps. Well, he said, I, I have a talk app and a text app. What more do I need in life? Make a simple cheshman. Where does my time go? If, if the time goes pretty much the same for both of them, then, then there is no difference. But if you find yourself spending a lot of time on a smartphone, even if it's glad kosher, you can overindulge also. If somebody's eating a glad kosher meal and stuffing himself, I can't say that that's, this is ideal. So here's also, even watching um, you know, kosher nonsense all day long is nonsense. You know, kosher just tells me there's nothing wrong with it, but the question is, are we spending our time on what's right? And, and that's, that should be the criteria. I don't know what to tell you. So. Would you say that it's for a guy in like a higher regime or one that is already more advanced? It depends on the. If, if, if let's say, if let's say it's a place where. They, the, 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 they've asked every, everyone coming to yeshiva has written that he does not have a smartphone and he has one, it's wrong a lot of the you know, being part of a society means you keep to the norms of society so if the norm of society is that you shouldn't that's appropriate, in, in halacha the minhagim of, of the makom shenago are important so at, at some point in life you, you fit into a society whether it's, it's, it's the people you live in, whether it's the shul, whether it's, 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 a, it's a place that you associate with. Depending on the norms, a person should do that. It's appropriate. Yeah? How should one balance their gashmas with their rules? Like, G- give me the example, so, so that we, we, you know, I mean, we're talking about everything, so we talk about everything. We, give, give us a specific point that, I could, that we can um, relate to. Let's, uh, yeah, but, yeah, like how, how nice should something be? How, how, like, if a person wants to do renovations, how, how much, how nice should it be? How, like, would it affect their eating? So, so, I think two things. If a person has um, a reason for things, well, this is, this is, for me, pleasant, nice, and so on. And as soon as it's done, it's forgotten. And this is this is like I, I you know I, I, I that these are my needs. But if a person down deep has a dream house, and he's proud of his house, and down deep he feels accomplished because of his house, then he's trading in one world to another world. If a person if a person has um, uh, uh, a, like if if it, if it is normal for him to have this type of setup and he doesn't even think about it, then those are his needs. But when a person makes that into his sha'ifa, his ideal, into self-realization, that, that's when he's exchanged one world for another world. I had a friend of mine who, I think he was in Europe, he was collected by somebody very wealthy and nice person, and he excuses him and asks the person, where, where does the bathroom? And the person says, I have five of them. 
He says, well, I, I only use one at a time. <laughs> and, you know, well, like, why are you telling me I have five bathrooms? I, I just asked you for a bathroom, and, and show me, like, he, he, he sort of <coughs> said about it that, yes, it's, it's very, it, it, there's, it, there's a feel that it's feeding my sense of self-worth. That's where it's wrong. And that's, you know, it's, it's a, everyone has that. We have to try to, to, to change it. But what's right and what's important is Ruchni. There's a famous story from Rabbi Shteyman. He, um, someone came to Rabbi Shteyman that he just bought a new car. And, and he really feels not so good about it because he's afraid of an Einhara. Rabbi Shteyman asked him, did you ever make a Sima Shas? He said, no. Did you ever finish a Seder? He said, no. Is there a Mesechte that you know backwards and forwards that you got tested? He said, no. He said, so why would someone be jealous of you? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I don't think that Shaman was naive. I think he knew darn well why, why somebody would be jealous. But he wanted to tell the person something. The problem is not that horror. The problem is that, that your life is caught up with it. That's why, because you feel so good about it, then if you, need it, if you have a dozen kids and you bought a car that sits 12 people, you don't feel good about it. You feel, I have no choice. But when you buy a car that has a fancy name to it and, it's, and it, and it's cut above that many people, you feel good about it. That feeling good is feeding the wrong part of yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry, we have a, I have rebellion a lot, or what's the, what? Yeah. Number one, we that give over the children, maybe tell me the most. Give over that keeps them happy and productive and from from uh, and there. <laughs> we do that secret. We we the. Uh, <laughs> but so I'll tell you, it's 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 a it's focusing. Oh, sorry, sir. Focusing on the right thing and giving positive feedback on that. Let's talk about it. If I tell people, you did very well on the test, or you're the best in the class, you're not feeding the right part of it, and it's not, that's not the point. The one thing that's common for every person is, you put in your effort, and you saw something for it. Whether, whether for you working hard to get an 80, or, or for you working hard getting 100, or for you working hard getting a 60, the one thing that a person is measured on is his productivity, meaning how much work and how much it affected him. Giving a person more often than not a positive feel about it, A, and, a, and it has to be your positive feel. If, if it's what really makes a difference to you, children pick up extremely well what parents really feel and think. You can say all the Misholem and Joshes and Chantals and, and printed stuff to your kids. If you're preaching, they nod sweetly and they move on. If it's you talking from yourself, it makes an impression no matter what. And, and so it has to be coming from us, it has to be the one thing that's really important. What grade you got is not important. If I have a week ahead than him, then that's not, it's, I don't think I got 100 if that's my ability. But I had to brought out. If a kid can't sit still for more than two minutes, and he was able to sit still for five minutes and do something, he needs to understand he did something big. And, and we have to put aside, as, pres- as, as parents, as mechanichim, 
our personal prejudice and recognize what's important and what's important to the kid and having that and giving the positive feedback is, is the be- uh, to my mind, those, those liquidus are the most significant liquidus and they're the hardest you know, it's, it's, it, 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 of all the things it requires a profound change in ourselves, the way we look at ourselves the way we look at our kids and what's what's to us and what to admire in a child it, 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 every, everybody, every, everybody would like his child to be the best in the class and, okay, so one guy wants the best in the class but I want the best in Lakewood but I want to tell you a story, I want to share something about to be like a, a moment of what Eretz Yisrael is I came in 1970 1970 in America, learning was very difficult. Nobody was learning. Lakewood had 300, 200 people, maybe, and, and, and it was not a popular place. You, 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 you know, it, it, was, it was not. Learning was, was unheard of. I came, and I had cousins, I had cousins, I had cousins in Tel Aviv. And I was there for a Shabbos in the middle of winter. I came there for a Shabbos. He was a Chashma person. He was, had been a Rebbe. The yeshiva there for a while. He was retired already. He was very special people. <coughs> And Shabbos noon, I went for a walk on Shnebot Rothschild. In those days, Tel Aviv was not from, but it was not Bohemian. It was a lot of traditional, quasi-observant people. You know, kind of people who were sort of, at best, they were very Balabatish and, and Shabbos Shabbos. It was not a book of Torah in any sense of the word, but that was the type of people. So I was walking the street, and Cheryl Rochel is a very nice, beautiful um, a, a avenue, like planted. He sat down for a few minutes, maybe, and an elderly couple walks by. Clean shaven, very typical Tel Aviv in those days, a light colored suit, straw hat. It's certainly a, not yeshivish in any sense of the word. True. They asked me what my name is, where I'm from, what I'm doing here, and so on. And I told them that I'm learning in yeshiva. And they looked at me and they said, you know, we have a Ben Yachid, we have a son, and he's also learning yeshiva, and he's a real Talmud Chacham, and we're very proud. And that was it, they walked up. I thought about it. In America, a similar situation, a parent would have said, he's the best Bach in Lakewood. Whether yes or not, but the point of pride would be, and he's the best Bach in Lakewood. <coughs> that people could say he's a real Talmud Chacham, and we're so proud of it. He's not the best, he's not the most wonderful, he's not the most glorious. He's a Talmud Chacham. And I don't know if the Shasmais, but when I reflected on it, I said, these are people with real values. They are not yeshivas, I don't think the father has learned anywhere. But to appreciate Torah for what it is, and not just as a game of who's the top, is, is a meaningful. When you have that feeling that, it, that, that a child picks up, that that's the most important thing. And yes, it means we have to change a lot. Uh, you know, everyone enjoys when his kid comes in with, uh, with, with you know, like the best of the class, and he's the pride of the class, and so on, and so on. I had a, I was picking up last year, two years ago, I was here. I, was, I picked up one of our grandchildren. We picked up one of our grandchildren to go to play workshops. So his revenue happened to be there. Was like Friday afternoon, and he says, "Your child is the heir of the kitah. He's like the pride or the whatever, or something like that." I, I, so I asked him. Does he also learn, or, or just concentrates on being deprived of the kippah? So he thought I'm stupid. He said, "No, it's even better than being learning this and that." But, but I, you know, I, I like. Why did you tell me that he's really accomplishing? You know, I, what do I care if, if, if he 
it's doing what he can the best. Then that how can we call him Molly? It, it is nice to hear that he's the pride, whether I took, whether I believed it or not. But, but at any rate, it, it takes a real change for us to, to be able to, to make those, uh, you know, to make that that um, change in ourselves. Yeah. Show you something. What sense? I, I guess I'm trying. The, the first year of marriage, marriage yeah, So there's a lot. That is something. I, I also two things. I I, I push people, Bachrim, who we might think that colon long term is not theirs, to do shadur shona, or you know a year or two at least in colon. There are many reasons for it, and I want to share two of them. That I think are very important. In the dichotomy between them and us. The colo people and non colo people, being a year in colo means that you're part of that same world. The question is just how long you stay in colo. <coughs> so when your child goes to yeshiva, going to a stronger yeshiva, it's not you don't have this barrier of them and us. Secondly, when you're in the ruch, you're setting a certain tone. So Rishon sets a certain tone. The, ruch, the, 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 the quality of person, when you're in a kolo, the learning series, the dabbing series, you expect to act a bit different. It sets a tone for marriage, and I think it's vital. And it's a stroll, especially. You look around, and there's so many people learning, living very simply. The important things in life are, as far as the learning, this and that, it's invaluable. And if it's an, even, even if it means a bit of a stretch, obviously if it becomes, if it's very difficult, you have to ask it, but in, in, and that, I think it's a very important. Yes, I think that's a very good point. Very important point. We have Rebbe, I don't hear. Yes, please. <coughs> Rabbis are social media. I mean, I, I have no idea. I, 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 I mean, you, you have to ask yourself. And if it's a person that you personally look up to and you want to, and you want to have a Kesha, you can ask it directly. A person should be able. I, I don't know. I, I I can understand that a person, let's say, is in Kirov. I mean, I've had a Shaila from the Carver of the Silver Spring. I, I mean, that's where they have to be. It's like they ask somebody famous one. They ask somebody why he robs the banks. Is that where the money is? If 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 a, if, uh, if somebody's a Makarov and he's not on on, on social media, he's going to be Makarov from people in Be'asharim. Who's going to be Makarov? But if somebody is not, then you can ask the person. The person should be able to explain himself. I have no idea. Anyway, yes. Um, what what should uh, we tell Bachim in general about um, how many times they should date? And is there any dangers about under dating or over dating? Is there like a some type of general? I I would say two things. I would say. I would say the context of the society belongs to is very important. Um, to tell a chassid that he needs to date eight, ten times when the norm is once is wrong, and to tell somebody who lives in a society where you, dab, where you, where you date eight times to date once, in even a society where they date two or three months, I don't think it's great, but if that's what everybody does, there's a certain sense of development. This is the way things develop. 
there's a klal gadol that you know shemim psayim hashem is if you're with everyone together. So there is a mahalach. Marriage is an unknown. No one can predict if a marriage be good. You've got no matter how long you go out, you'll never know. So there's a darkish olam. I, there was a, a, a certain other god that passed away from Nebrak. I don't want to mention the name, but really from the giants. And, and then someone came to him and he, he wanted a date through the mail or something like that. It was a type of society where they don't go out all the much. Now, he <coughs> said, no, it's not the derech. And if it's not the derech, it's not right. It's, uh, there's a, we, there used to be an expression in the beer. Reb Nochem used it occasionally, other than Rebbeim. In learning, if you set a svara in the sugya, a mahal sugya that was similar to other people, chances were you're probably hitting it right. If you're an outlier, the burden of proof was on you that you're right. And the expression was, If a person is traveling on a road that's a lot of cars, you assume it's going someplace. If you're traveling on a highway there's not one other car on the road, you ask yourself, my gosh, which cliff does this go off? Like, why is nobody on the road? <laughs> so, in a, in, a, in a society that you're part of, then following the general norms is right. That, I'm a very strong believer in that. In Eina Doma Chsidisha, to Israeli literature, to American literature, to YU. It's different worlds, and each one has their own mahalach. And it even the sense that a person did what he needed to do, the quote-unquote due diligence. Uh, everyone, we take responsibility for what's in our hands. And we call that due diligence. So, so if we do what's the norm within a, a society, then if the Pastor Shalom turns out to be difficult, then Ashkacha. But I can't blame Ashkacha for my shortcomings. If, if, if somebody asks me for a $100,000 loan, and he tells me he's going to give me 25%, and I say, that's fantastic, here it is. And I never bother to check up with the person. I can't say it's ashkacha. I can say I did something wrong. So, so to following the social norms in the, in the framework that fits you is, is healthy. It's the right way to go about it. Yeah? I do feel those that sometimes <coughs> you have this bottom, stark bottom that are walking out from here, are stuck between the, the two worlds of either 8 to 10, or two or three months, like a half. So, I'm very, listen, I certainly think, uh, my world is eight to ten. I certainly have my hesitations about the few months, because what happens is, th- there's two issues. Let's explain the issues with dating long, and let's explain the, the issue. The dating short, the one time, is obviously a problem that you don't get to know a person, you know anything about so and so forth. The overdoing, there are two problems. One is if you get too comfortable with somebody, you know, we're human, and 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 there is a Yitzhahara, and what keeps us is red lines, and as long as people are not totally comfortable with each other, there are red lines. When it becomes, in Halacha recognize this, it's called the Begaspa, a cousin that you're very familiar with, has stronger Halachas of Yichud, because there are no red lines. I feel very comfortable with the person, too comfortable. So that's one issue. The second issue is every person has downsides to themselves. Getting married means I connect with the positive sides and I recognize that part of life is we both get used to each other's weaknesses and we slowly build it together. When you go out for a few months at a time, 
you begin to see the downsides, and then the whole picture starts becoming muddy, and it's a problem. You know, there is no such thing as the perfect personal downsides, unless you feel yourself that that's exactly you, in which case um, you're gonna ha- then you'll look for somebody exactly like you. But if you're in any way honest with yourself, you recognize you're not an easy person to be with either. I was once at a dinner in yeshiva, and they honored an old man, 80s, or a person who did a lot of stuff in a chesed, you know, a good person. His wife had passed away, and, um, and when he got the, so everybody said very nice things about him. So he, um, so when he spoke, he, he this, and he said, you know, I wish my wife was here today, but I can tell you what she said. She would listen to all the wonderful things you said, and she would say, but just try to be married to him. <laughs> at the end of the day, it means getting used to another person who sometimes you think is just irrational, who sometimes you don't understand. But but and so you want that to come out when you're getting when you're married and it's part of your voda, instead of just dragging it on endlessly and not knowing what stuff. So those are my hesitations about that. But if that's if that's the world you are, then 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 you you can't veer from it. Okay, maybe one more question. Yeah. Now, like, I'm right now at a stage where I do Gemara and I kind of enjoy it, but it's mostly like it's a struggle and I just push through it. So, how do I transition from that point to the point where, like, I get up, I'm like hyped about it, and I like go at it and while I'm doing it, I enjoy it as much as I had the excitement I had beforehand. You know, not just like, oh, I'm excited and I start doing it. Uh, Good point. What year are you in? What, what? what year are you? What year? A lot of times, th- the problem. I think one of the big problems of Gemara is it's like taking a globe and making it flat. It never works. In school, we learned about three ways how to resolve it, and each one has its own problems because you, you never get it exact. Gemara was a real argument between real people. And we see it printed on a page, we read the words, we translate them, we, and he has this, this. A lot of times, if you could visualize it and ask yourself, what's the point? They're arguing about something. What's his point? What's their point? He's bringing proof of the Mishnah. Imagine two people arguing, and he's bringing proof of the Mishnah. Is the proof a great proof? Is it kind of... In other words, making it a lot more tangible. I, I once suggested about us in the high school, how about the kids acting out the Gemara? Like, you're Rabbi, you're Abayah, and you're arguing this point. Explain yourself. Now, you bring... A mission like this, and explain where your where, where, where your proof is, and you reject the proof. If people like arguments, people like debates. It, it, it's very enthusiastic. That's what makes the The Gemara is flat out because from the transition from touching the words to actually visualizing a, 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 a real machlokas is a long road. That's why Lomdus works so well because we try to understand where machlokas showed him. Well, how would you see it from his way? I say it this way. Why does he need to push aside these riots? What's so strong about it? About his point? It, it's it's it, that's when you can make that transition and visualize it as an argu- a logical argument with proofs and weighing the different proofs. It might be something that would be very helpful. Okay, it was very very special being here. Baruch Hashem, Hashem, you have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Uh,